The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. They can still do that, have time to foul and get another shot. Otherwise, they're going to have to shoot a three. Is Houston going to let them shoot a three? They've missed their last six three-point shot attempts. Quinones, he's going to fire up a three. Nowhere close off the board. Memphis has it. Boogie Ellis for three. It's good! With 1.5! They got the pressure on the ball, which I like. Sasser to midcourt. That's Mark at the buzzer. It's good! It's good! Tremont Mark at the buzzer! Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? You know what? As a UH fan, it was sure nice to be on the right end of one of those for a change. Hey, let's have some fun. It's a Monday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Monday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Raybould, the Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713-780-ESPN, your number. 713-780-3776 or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message. Aaron likes it, he'll read it. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R at AJ is the real at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates 975. You can text the show, that's the main number, you know that one. Or you can watch us on Twitch today, twitch.tv slash ESPN 975. It's a Monday, hope everybody had an awesome weekend. Let's get this party going. What's happening, Hoffman? Sports and stuff, man. What's going on with you, Freddie? The same. The same. Okay. More stuff than sports right now, but you know. I'm off to a terrible start this week. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What happened? Um, driving into work this morning. As you know, I, I, I get here pretty early on Mondays, especially. Um, often around 7.30 or something like that. Mm. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So I'm making my way in and I'm at a stoplight. Waiting to turn on to uh, Highway 290. And, uh, you know, when you're at a stoplight and you're, you're on these, uh, it, you're everybody's bumper to bumper. Right. You know? Well, uh, the light turns green and the cars start moving. And someone who didn't want to wait their turn zipped in front of the lady in front of me to turn left in front of her, even though oh, no. she didn't really fit. Right. So that lady slams on her brakes, and I slam on my brakes, but I was a little slower than her, and she had a gigantic trailer hitch on her truck that did a number on the old uh, front end of my truck. Oh, boy. So not an ideal start to the day uh, for, for AJ. I missed the management meeting this morning. I'm probably fired. They just haven't had the heart to tell me yet. Uh, I did see like a little pink slip on your door. Yeah, well. Didn't you get the memo? It would not shock me. Uh, No, it it was uh, not not the way I wanted to start the week, certainly. Largo says you better dial Dave. Yeah, well, it's the problem is it was kind of my fault because. Well, no, it sounds like it was the other guy's fault that cut everybody off. Oh, yeah. Well, that guy just drove away. Of course he did. (laughs) Uh, he, He wanted nothing to do with the scene, but. 
I mean, the lady in front of me who slammed on her brakes, there's nothing really she could have done. And, you know, I, I, uh, it's, it is a bummer. Somebody uh, in Houston's got to have dash cam footage of it. But I do have, well, I, you know, I don't know that it would even matter. Like, I, I'm not sure that it would even matter because just like anywhere in this town, like aggressive driving is just part of the game. You've got to, you've got to uh, work your way into tight holes sometimes and if, if you're driving in traffic here. This guy did it. I don't think it was a hole that he should have tried to get into. People don't care, though. They don't. I mean, that's um, a problem. And at the end of the day, I mean, it, uh, it, they're not going to get dash cam footage and give the guy a ticket in hindsight for cutting someone off. Like, that just doesn't happen. But uh, I, I will tell you this. I was, um, you know, I don't know if they're going to total me out or not. I'm hoping not. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I, that's your truck, right? Yeah, and it's paid off, uh, you know. And I, so I bought this one in 2017 when uh, it, this was maybe six months after I paid off my last truck, which also got destroyed and got destroyed. That one was no fault of my own, luckily. Um, but I was like, oh, six months with no truck payment, and then boom, and now it's it, it, it's. I guess it's been right around six months with no truck payment. And hey, boom. man, f- that. Yep. So I'm hoping that they can fix it. Uh, I took it to a, a guy that I know who says that he will do everything he can from a paperwork standpoint to right. make sure that I get fixed, but I don't have to you know, have it totaled. And he, but he did say if they do choose to total it, they're going to try to lowball me. And that's so, where you'll need lawyer day. That's where I might need lawyer day if I have to get into it with my insurance. He's like, he said, look at the comps uh, in your area for your vehicle with your mileage, and if they say, okay, this is the low end is eighteen thousand and the high end is twenty four thousand, you're supposed to get something in the middle. So if they come to you and say, we'll give you fourteen thousand, you say, well. I can't buy this vehicle for fourteen thousand. So your it's your job as my insurance to cover my ass here. So that may be where I need lawyer Dave. You know there there could be a bright side to this. You could get one of those new F one fifties with a generator. You know I think my wife believes that I did this on purpose because <laughs> I wanted so you could that. Do that. Yeah, I, I kind of want one of those too. And as much as I do want that truck, I don't want a truck note. Right. Like it it is really nice to not have car payments right. and you know I, I i both my cars are paid off my wife's car's paid off my car's paid off so then i'm thinking oh, all right well I, I get it uh i get it home and I, you know i my uh my wife is there so we're gonna take it over to the dealership and i'm gonna i'm gonna ride my my motorbike to work today and then i get on my motorbike and I go to, uh, I unhook the little plug that's because it's been on a battery tender. Right. I unhook it and I crank it and there's, I'm like, why is my battery dead? It's been on this tender. And then I look over and one of my kids has unplugged the battery tender and uh, decided just not to plug it back in. So then I've got a dead battery on my motorbike. So And a kid to bury. Yeah, but who knows? Like, honestly, it could have happened. I mean, let's face it. There hasn't been motorcycle weather in months. So this is the time of year where my bike just sits. And that's why I have that battery tender. Uh, So, I like, what am I going to do? Say, hey, have any of you guys 
uh, unplugged something since November? I mean, they're not going to know. I'm going to have to take the L on this one, too, Aaron, is what it boils down to. You're more generous than when I was growing up. So uh, I'm driving my dad's car right now, a, a, a Toyota Avalon, which is like, I'm sure you fit in that real kind well. of a grandpa car <laughs> because he's a grandpa. So that's uh, that's what I'm doing now. I, I bought a new battery for my um, for my motorbike, and that's the the that's the plan for tomorrow. I, I before I did that, before I, I invested that, I, I made sure and looked at the forecast that basically said after today the low is 60 until Friday, uh, and the highs are in like the the high 70s, low yeah. 80s. So it's perfect weather. We might get the some goal, rain on the weekend, but other than that, yeah. Yeah, the, well, but then I'm with my wife, and right. we're, we're baseball, so we're always together anyway. By then, the goal would be maybe there's some news on my truck. Who knows how long it'll take? I, I'm I'm not expecting it to be fixed in a week, certainly, but I, I would like to get that started ASAP. But, yeah, so my de- my week sucks so far, Fred, but it, it is uh, now 4-11 on Monday. So, I, it, you know, I'm I'm like – a little over two hours from uh, from being through the the first fifth of it. Well, there's that. <laughs> I guess it could be worse. I, I'm, I guess. I mean, you could have gotten injured. I could have been on my motorcycle when I hit that trailer hitch. Well, and somebody just asked, did you get thrown out of any games this weekend? No, I did not. Okay. No, but I only coached Saturday. Okay. Uh, because Sunday I um, I was working for UFC Fight Pass uh, doing that game. How'd that go? So went really well, and they were very happy with uh, with the performance. So Good. looks like uh, I'll, I'll Open be back. Open some doors for you. Yeah, man. Get on the uh, get on the big stage at some point. Yep. Oh, I, had a, I feel guilty now. I had a nice, quiet, awesome weekend. So uh, Saturday, I didn't do anything. Sunday, we went up and uh, looked at our land because we've had a bunch of work done on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cool thing is, and Aaron knew about this, but I didn't because until we cleared it, I couldn't get back there. We've got kind of this badass creek that kind of winds through the whole back end of the property. And um, so we're kind of setting up where the house is going to be able to overlook the creek. So I went out there and got home just in time for the last five minutes of the UH basketball game. Oh, man. Which my phone was blowing up the whole time. Oh, they're going to blow this. Gonna blow. Guys, I'm, I'm not anywhere near a TV, okay? Uh, but I get home and turn that on. And I'm sitting there watching this going, God, these, yeah. well, first off, Memphis did a great job of taking Quentin Grimes out of the game there at the end because he was the only one who could make a shot. Yeah. And Memphis, they're, they're a good team with a massive, massive flaw that they cannot make free throws yep. at all. No, they were terrible. And this was another game where, I mean, and it was a whistle fest. Yeah. So when when you play a game like that where, you know, there's the if the refs aren't swallowing whistles and everybody's getting called for fouls and you're and I mean, no one's ever going to complain about spending too much time on the line. But they're 340th nationally in free throw percentage uh, at 61 percent, and they didn't even approach that uh, on, on Saturday. They were 10 of 20. Yeah, they were. They were Sunday and, and they had every chance at the end of the game to get back in, and they couldn't make a free throw. UH had every chance to put him away. Uh, Sasser looked like he'd never played basketball before in the last two minutes. Although he made a nice pass on the game winner, but uh, uh, that that was a, a fun ending. I mean, it kind of sucked that Memphis tied it because it's one of those where 
you know, the guy throws up a terrible three and the ball bounces off two Cougars and off the backboard right to a guy for a wide open three. It's just one of those you go, really? Well, maybe on the other side, I, I can tell you who who UH fans, if, you, if you're looking for a two seed, who you should be cheering for and who you should be cheering against. And I think they should be looking for a two seed. We talked, well, and you know what? We'll talk about it more on the other side of the break. But there, there's a good reason why it would be really, really ideal for UH to be a two seed. Okay, we'll talk about that. When we come back. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Listening to the Blitz. Hey guys, sports player on ESPN 97.5. Sports to you. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. So, I'm sorry you've had such a rough day. Thank I, you. I, I'm... I feel guilty that I'm in such a good mood. Well, that's all right. I mean, maybe you'll maybe it'll wear off on me. <laughs> well, yesterday after um, after the UH game, we uh, well, we do a little conference call with the wife's family every like a, a Zoom thing every Sunday, um, and so did that. And it was it's kind of I was really kind of missing Canada at that point, but uh, went over to East End Backyard, which is Brian Ching's new place down in east on the east side. Really cool place, nice and spread out in the back, um, and we took. This game that I gave you, which is uh, we were talking about last week, it's it's uh, basically a cold case that you have to go and solve. And so we just sat out back because the weather was perfect and knocked it out. I won't tell you how fast. I want to see how fast you can do it. But uh, it, it was funny because people, like one guy came up and asked me, are you guys cops? I was like, no, no, it's a game, dude. <laughs> but um, had a lot of fun. It was just a really nice weekend. And, you know, I just came, you know, got a chance to relax a little because, this is going to be a very busy work week beyond the shows. So I came in feeling good today. So I got to, I got to cheer you up. Rusty says Andre Dawson was my favorite expo. The only, the only other expo gear I have is I have a Gary Carter Jersey that my wife picked up when she was in Montreal. That's it. I think Steve Rogers might've been my favorite expo. Hmm. Uh, or Vlad, Vlad senior. Uh, yeah. Vlad's pretty good. Uh, I also like John wetland. Yeah. Uh, who then became the Yankees closer pre-Mariano Rivera. Uh, but I was always uh, partial to Andres Galarraga. That's a good one. Yeah. The big cat. Always had him on my fantasy teams. I didn't play fantasy back then. Uh, I that did. was uh, much before before my time of John fantasy. John Olerud. Yeah. Well, no, he was a J. Never mind. Um, I always get those confused now because I'm old. And... Somebody asked in the name of the game. It's called, uh, I think it's called coldcasefiles.com. Is that what it is? It's on here. Unsolvedcasefiles.com. There's about six of them. And if you're just looking for something to do, um, it, it's it's two to three hours, depending on. We had one that took us longer than that. But for the most part, it's two to three hours of just having fun and trying to solve a case. And if you're into that kind of thing, um, it, it's it, they do a nice job with them. There's a bunch of games like that, but this one we found is the best. So it's... Uh, 
I want to say there's five or six. We've gone through all of them now. This is the newest one that I'm giving to AJ. But, uh, um, yeah, unsolvedcasefiles.com. Marquise Grissom I'm also a fan Ooh, of. That was Rock Reigns. Yeah, Tim Reigns played for him. Probably the best player that ever played for the Expos. Yeah. Is 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 well, likely Pedro Martinez? Yeah, I was about to say Pedro Martinez. Yeah, I, uh, thought, but, I thought you were saying Reigns, but no. Yeah. But Pedro is not really regarded. As, I mean, nobody thinks of him as an expo because he, he had he went on to bigger and better things. But uh, probably the best player to ever put on a blue or a, an expo's uniform would yeah. be Pedro Martinez. Oh man! So uh, all right, let's get to the basketball talk because you yeah. teased it. We got to we got to follow up on the tease, man. Yeah, I, I to me and. Crazy things could happen, but and like Illinois could lose in the first round of the Big Ten tournament. But I think the one seeds are basically set. Um, I, I think that there's very, very little argument for anyone outside of Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, and Illinois to get a one seed. So we talked a little bit, I think, last week about the rule uh, that is going to come into play this year, where it, if you are from the same conference, you are not allowed to be in the same part of the, the snake. Uh, the, you're not allowed to be in the same region until you face each other in the final four or in the, uh, no, in the sweet 16. So you like, you can't, it, it can't be a, uh, a, a, the ones and twos can't be the same from the same conference. Right. Right. So Gonzaga and Baylor are the one that they're, they're going to be number one and number two, more than likely. Michigan and Illinois will likely be number three and four. Well, Michigan took it on the chin. Sure. Yeah. So still it's a, a one, bad, bad yeah. loss, but they're still a one yeah. seed. I mean, does, does that help Michigan State at all? They're or, probably in now. Okay. Uh, Sorry, so, I didn't mean to interrupt. I no, guess. you're right. You're right. So UH is, they're in a, a weird sort of flux between two and three. There's some, there's not much that they can do. I mean, they can go out and win their conference, but it's a crap conference. Right. And th- there's, there's only a chance for two quality wins in that in that conference in that conference tournament. One is Memphis, and one would be Wichita, who is who is the one seed in the, in the uh, American tournament because they they've got a higher winning percentage because they missed a couple games with Roney. So it, not really a fair way to do it, but whatever. That yeah. that's that's beside the doesn't point. matter. We know who the best team in the conference, right? Is. So UH is sitting there. If you're looking at like a a snake where if you say Gonzaga's number one and you go down to the weakest four seed, it'll be Illinois or Michigan. It'll be whichever whichever team loses out first in the Big Ten tournament will be the four. The like the more the most likely scenario is UH would be at the tail end of the twos, which would line them up with Gonzaga. Right. I don't want that. That's the worst case scenario, right? But because of this rule, that the the rule is that Iowa and Ohio State can't be matched up with Illinois and Michigan. So they would get pushed down the line to the Gonzaga and Baylor brackets and the teams Alabama and UH, most likely those two, would move up and play the Big Ten schools, which, I mean... It's still tough, but you'd rather have that than Baylor or Gonzaga. Yeah, because that's the, if you're going to get to the Final Four, right. you're going to have to beat one of these teams. I'd rather uh, I'd rather have to beat one of them than... Baylor Gonzaga. So here's the teams that you need to be rooting for or against if you're a UH fan. Uh, obviously, you you would like to see um, you'd like to see UH win their tournament. That would that'd be the best thing that they could do. I think Alabama is firmly entrenched 
ahead of UH, so you don't want them to lose. Okay, you'd like to them to just keep on doing what they're doing. Uh, the teams that are chasing you: West Virginia, Arkansas, Kansas, Villanova. Villanova's tough because they don't they're without their best player for the rest of the season. I I don't know if they can win the Big East without him, without Gillespie, but you'd rather them not if you're a UH fan. Okay. Uh and then Kansas West Virginia, you know, the the the, the way that I could see them jumping UH if UH were to win their tournament would be for West Virginia or Kansas to, to play Baylor, Baylor and yeah. beat them in in the Big 12 tournament. And then Arkansas is the other team that if Arkansas wins the SEC, which is considered a much better conference than the AAC, then they would probably they would probably jump UH. So those are the scenarios that you're kind of cheering against if you want UH in that in that uh that two line. Now, here's the and you know, I mentioned this because even if if there are three, I always say two and three, there's really not much difference because right. you're gonna play the one seed anyway. But if they're the three, then they don't have to worry about where they are on the line. So, like I said, they were probably going to be the lowest seeded two. Now they become the highest seeded three, which is on the same line with Gonzaga. So, oh, as that snake goes, because it goes the high, the lowest seeded two goes with the highest seeded three. So, if they're the highest seeded three, they're right there with Gonzaga, which obviously not ideal. Not ideal. So, there. That's what yeah. you're. That's what you're hoping for if you're a UH fan. But uh, well, and, it, as far as UH in the tournament, they'll they'll win their tournament. I think yesterday Memphis needed that game in the worst way, and UH was coasting a little bit. I went back and watched the whole thing, and they've had games like that this year. They didn't shoot worth a damn. And uh, I think one thing, Kelvin Sampson's a really good tournament coach too. He'll have them ready, and, and I think they will. They're going to remember what happened to Wichita State. He's very good at those revenge games. They get to the finals against Wichita State. Whatever the number is, I'm betting UH. Okay. They will They will house them. I'd be more worried about Memphis in the semis. Memphis can make some free throws. Which that's where sort of the, you know, not being the one seed hurts a little bit because that means you're you're likely going to have to play both those teams if you're UH unless there's unless there's some kind of but an upset But you know what? If way. you're trying to get a two seed, those Maybe are your two quality wins. And, yeah. And I, I have no doubt that they'll be able to – to, to take those teams out. I think they're better than both of them. And they're the best right. team in this tournament. They should win it, but I also saw them lose a game to one of the worst teams in the conference this year. I, I mean, it was just an inexplicable loss that they just where they weren't even in that game. Uh, the Wichita game, that's less concerning to me than the Tulsa game. That's a, well, the you, uh, East Carolina. Oh, yeah, East yeah. Carolina. I mean, the, the, the Tulsa loss was not great, but it wasn't well, horrible. It yeah, but you know what? Game. It got worse. It didn't age well because Tulsa no. didn't – They haven't. I don't know if they've won since. No, they, they went totally down. They were they're actually really good early in the season when they lost to them, and then they fell apart. And ECU went from being the second-worst team in the conference when UH lost to them to now they're the worst team. They, they, they're last in the seeding. Yeah, that, that one's just a head-scratcher, just like it. But you know what? The, the thing is you're supposed to win those because Iowa State damn near beating Baylor was a head-scratcher, but Baylor yeah. won the game, and that's the difference. Everybody has one of those. That one, that one I can't explain. The Wichita game never should have been played. I mean, those kids were drinking water out of a bathtub here and had to yeah. go up and play. That was just stupid. And I don't uh, think there's a, I don't think there's another team in that, in that conference that has a chance of winning outside the top three. The, the drop off after those three is is immense. Yeah, I was looking at the odds. the The value there may be Memphis is six to one. 
Uh, what what's the, what are the numbers on Wichita and UH? Uh, well, I'm glad you asked that. Uh, I've got to scroll down here, but uh, UH is the favorite. They're four to seven, so they're odds on. Okay, Wichita five to two, Memphis six to one, SMU six to one. I think you stop at Memphis. I think stop at Memphis too. Uh, uh, like to act like Memphis and SMU are equal is is yeah. ridiculous. It's just the difference is is that Memphis is going to have to play UH. Right. But if you think they can win. Then, if, if you're taking six to one, you're expecting them to beat UH. So it doesn't really matter whether it's in the semis or the finals. All right. Well, I got to tell you about the champs of breaks, new breaks. And there is no final four, there's only one. It's new breaks, and they're fantastic. And man, every day I'm hearing from somebody say, I use new breaks. They were great. They were quick. They were reasonable, super nice. And, uh, you know, I sat in my house while they did all the work. And that's what they do, they come to you. So you don't have to go to a shop. You don't have to go to a dealer and sit there for several hours uh, it, when you probably don't have time for that. And they're going to come to your house or they'll even come to your office if you're there and they're going to take care of you. 20 to 50% more affordable than shops and dealers on average. These are good people and they do great work. Uh, certified experienced brake technicians, 24 month, 24,000 mile warranty. And you just go online. You're going to get an instant online quote from their experts and they're going to reach out to learn more within a couple of minutes. So here's how you do it. Go to newbreaks.com. That's N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. Make sure you mention you heard about it on ESPN. You're going to get 10% off your service. Newbreaks.com, N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com, Newbreaks. What does it care? ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. So going to give you some bad Astros news that's really not bad Astros news because I don't believe the guy really exists. Now, can we just say Forrest Whitley doesn't exist? Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't think there's any point in saying, well, if if he can do it, if he if he can he's not. And this guy's a bust now. And the latest is he's probably going to need Tommy John surgery. This yeah. guy may never make the majors. And I think it's time for us to say that he never existed. He yeah, was a myth. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, he never existed. So for everybody who has conspiracy theories about stuff that's important, I, I have a conspiracy theory about this. There never was a Forrest Whitley. He never really... I've seen pictures of him. Yeah, but you know what? You see pictures on the internet all the time. Just like you go on Facebook and there's a hot chick, and you think, wow, that chick is hot. No, that's true. And then you look it up and she got the photo off of some other website. You're right. And she's really a 64-year-old man who wants to diddle you. So that's what Forrest Whitley is. He doesn't exist. He never did. I think the Astros made him up to give people hope for the farm system. That's why That's why they never traded him. It's a good move. Because you can't trade a ghost. That's true. Yeah, it's a good move to get people hyped up. Yeah. I kind of thought the same thing about Kyle Tucker, but turns out he does exist. He is. He He's a person. <laughs> uh... Largo, Mount Rushmore of Astros bus, Nevin, Appel, Whitley, and Singleton. 
It's a pretty good group. I, I mean, you could probably go deeper if you needed to. Yeah, although Nevin wound up being a good player in San Diego. Yeah. He's just not, not here. Um, Yeah, I'd have to go and, and kind of dive into that a little bit, but that's four pretty good ones. Although they did turn Appel into a closer, although then he kind of melted down. Then they turned him into Osuna, who got a little domestic violence and then got yeah. the ass. I don't know. Yeah. I was saying Forrest uses Instagram filters to look like a pitcher. That's what he did. He, he they made up this whole social media thing. Suckered us all. This is really got some. Oh, do we really think the Astros would make something up or not tell the truth? Hmm. This is some guy named Bob in the Astros office who created Forrest Whitley. So, hey, I, I'm going to ask you about this because I guess it was a big deal that the CDC came out today and said that if you're fully vaccinated, you don't you can gather and you don't need masks. And I'm kind of curious because you're about to get your second shot. I am. I had a panic attack uh, when I couldn't find my card. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that would suck. Uh, But, you know, I was thinking about that this weekend. It's like, okay, if I get vaccinated, the whole point of these things is to keep other people from getting it. Why do I I need to do that? So I'm kind of glad they came out and said that. But do you think people are just going to use that as an excuse to not, you know, not follow the rules? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, and I wonder if like now people are going to use their vaccine cards like IDs. Like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Should I get you know? Should I get it laminated and hanging around my neck? Probably so. And at least once I I get the second one. Yeah, but I, I just I thought that was uh, that was very strange because same the same day I'm seeing. Remember Doctor Fauci when he was a thing? Yeah. Apparently he he wants to be a thing again. He's it, never been, not been a thing. That's the whole point. Well, he kind of disappeared. He got in the spotlight, and he's not going to give it up for anything. Oh, oh, well, there's another spike coming. I'm like, um, is there? Didn't we do this whole thing? Well, I mean, how famous have you two felt the last month and a half doing hits on other stations about Deshaun Watson? You, yeah, but you I, enjoy it. No, I don't. I don't seek that stuff out. I'm happy to no, do it. No, you don't seek it out, but having your name thrown out there? This is a guy who has never been anything. Of a household name, and now he is a household name. He's going to do everything he can to keep his name in everybody's TVs. Well, I just thought it was weird that they they came out with that announcement after there's another spike coming. I, I kind of think, I you know what I think here, and, and this is conspiracy theory number two. I think they're like weather guys. When we get a storm, and you know they don't they don't want to act like they're excited, but they are right, and because everybody's watching the news for the weather. Oh, we could get 30 inches of rain. It's going to be really bad here. And everybody freaks out. And they're okay freaking people out. Now I think we got these guys that are just so popular now. They're like, oh, wait, wait. It's not going away. Don't forget about us. Yeah. Don't forget about us. Uh, somebody says suddenly counterfeit vaccine cards are where the money is. I, You know what? I might invest in that business. It's not bad, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm. you know how I feel about vaccinations in general. Like, if... If you can get rid of something, some disease, some terrible disease, like, why wouldn't you do it? You know, there's, but there's still people out there who are like, oh, I don't want my baby to take the, uh, the, the measles vaccine, the smallpox vaccine. It's like, really? Like, are you, a, you're, you're team smallpox? It's, just, it's tough for me to get my I, head around. I'm team typhoid. 
I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of typhoid. Going back to typhoid Mary, I don't know if you remember her. Yep, I, I'm a fan of hers. And I like honestly, I can barely feel the microchip the government put in me after this first shot. So it's you know it's not even very big. Like they probably can't track me that far, hmm. right? I don't know. They can track us everywhere anyway, right? Yeah. I have this uh, this personal computer in my pocket that I carry everywhere. They know where I'm at at all times. They know what I'm up to. Well, not only that, like if I say something in the vicinity of my phone, ads start populating for me about something that may I, I might be interested in. Uh I mean, as far as carrying your vaccine card, I know Israel's been having people like get a vaccine passport because they're opening up everything to people who are vaccinated and just, just like showing your ID at a bar. Yeah. You show your vaccine passport. Cool. Come on in. That hmm. might be end up where we end up going with this for a yeah. while. I mean, all this, all this sucks. depends on who's going to buy into it. You may have to go to the DMV and say uh, like they'll have a check mark on your license that says. You're- yeah. Yes, because the government is the most efficient way of doing yeah. something like that. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, I just I just found it interesting. But you know what? It's it's hopefully hopefully we're uh, in the end game now, right? Where we can maybe get back to whatever normal is out there. So I don't know. But I, I just I, I was wondering when they were going to come out with something like that, because I kind of feel like after I get my second shot, what, what do I need that for? I mean, what do I need one for? I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll do it because it covers up my face and I'm ugly. Yeah. And that way, nobody has to know that. But I don't really have any. I mean, I don't. I don't know why I'd have to because it kind of defeats a purpose. Um. So, do you guys get ads on your phone from your advertisers? Oh, I do not. No, no. So oh, that is boy. weird. Yeah, that we do. Like, yeah, live reads for these, and they're not the ones that pop up on our social media feeds and yeah. stuff because they don't pop up like even when y'all are doing them. They don't pop up on mine. No. It's very weird. I, I, I get I get weird stuff like, here, here I, I don't know if I deleted it, but, uh, oh, yeah. Congratulations, Fred. You came in first in today's Amazon EarPods raffle. Follow this link to set delivery. Pretty sure that I didn't wear any. You didn't, you didn't, I didn't, you didn't enter that contest? No, I didn't enter that contest. So... I've been getting that a lot now. I, I finished second a couple times in the AT and T one. Yeah, it's funny when they when I get the ones that say I finished second. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll follow that link. All right, we're I gonna keep getting calls to sell a house that I don't own, nor anybody in my family has ever owned yeah. in Kansas. I, I'm, I get the same things Fred does, where vehicle warranties on vehicles that I oh yeah, yeah that I, I still years. get them from the Expedition, which was what I crashed five years ago. Yeah. All right, quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. 
And we're back on the Blitz. It's that time again. ESPN 97.5's third annual Bracket Madness, presented by Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade, supported by Seaforce Water and Dr. Linville with Hair Specialist Houston. We'll be giving prizes to 97.5 winners. Yep, the .5 winner is the penultimate winner, second to last in the whole bracket. And did we mention this is all free? Prizes include a $50 gift card to Rooster's Men's Grooming, the Burger Joint, Chewy's Fine Tex-Mex, Smash Burger, and much more. Head to ESPN975.com to register now. It's Bracket Madness, presented by Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade, bubbly, bold, packed with lemonade flavor. So can we agree that Space Jam 2 is going to be the worst movie in the history of the world? I expect it to be pretty bad. Did you see who they cut from it? No. Pepe Le Pew. Well, isn't he a, a, uh, a rapist? Well, yes, and that's why. But they filmed a scene where he basically tries to pet a woman's arm and she beats the crap out of him Okay, and tells him not to do that. And they kind of put him in his place. Well, they've cut that out. Okay. And they've made, they made the bunny not sexy. This is going to be, uh, honestly, they've kept Speedy Gonzalez, which... Uh, that's questionable, but okay. But... I just have to say, this sounds like the worst idea ever. And forgive the fact that it's LeBron instead of Jordan. It's just, it's a horrible idea. Well, you know, you remember the Monstars were, they were trying to get, uh, they, they were trying to get the, like their abilities in the, in the first movie. Right. Well, on this one, that's not the case. Did you know that? No, no. no. Do you know what the Monstars are after instead? Twitter followers. Oh God. This, this they is so LeBron dumb. Social media this following. This is so dumb. Oh Shame. Well, it's been a while since I've actually sat down and watched Looney Tunes, and it's been a lot of beers and a lot of sleeping ago. But the whole point of Pepe Le Pew is that he never got the girl. That is it true. It taught you as a kid, don't be a creep. Like, the creep doesn't get the girl. Yep. There was always the other, the masculine cat that would kick his ass that the female cat yeah. would go with. I always tried the French accent, too. It never worked. So, I, I guess I learned from that as well. I just... I. This whole thing sounds so stupid. And I know it's allegedly for kids, but it's for them to market and sell whatever they can. But this just looks awful. Oh, well, but- it's for the kids of people my age now who grew up watching Space Jam. And yeah. it's for them to sit down with their kids and go, oh, I love the first one. You're going to love this. And then they're going to sit down and watch this new flaming dumpster. And you know what it's going to be like? It's going to be like when they did the live action Lion King. And. People are going to watch it and go, oh, well, it was great when I was growing up. It's kind of how, kind of how I feel about newspapers. Yeah. Like, they were great when I was growing up. <laughs> now, now, don't read them. Um, did you see that uh, Patrick Mahomes is in a walking boot after having surgery? No. It happened on his honeymoon? Uh, no. It, apparently, he was injured during the season. But, but I do my Hoffman here. What if he's never the same after this? He had surgery on his toe. Well, it could, could be. <laughs> but uh, I guess he was on his honeymoon. And he's, he is in a walking boot, though. Well, that's not ideal. Yeah, it's just... I, it, it's I, a, I feel like it would be a bigger story if it was a big deal. It was Well, it's a torn planter plate in his foot, also known as turf toe. Okay. Which, you know, rehab will be several months, but he's expected to make a full recovery. Really? Turf toe is several months? I guess so. Hmm. He may never be the same then. Um, but yeah, it, 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 of course, this time of year, you find out about all kinds of injuries. Yeah, that, that, that you, didn't, you didn't hear about before. Yeah. People, asked, Wish I'd known that before. I bet Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you 
Did you guys watch the new Coming to America? I got 20 minutes in and ejected. You didn't finish it, huh? No. I have, I, the wife wants to watch it, so we'll probably watch it at some point, but it just looked awful. I mean, it, the first 20 minutes was awful. I haven't even turned it on. Mm. Did you ever uh, watch the last WandaVision? No. Mm. No. Okay, so I'll have to bite my tongue. And I didn't, I didn't, it, did you watch NBA All-Star stuff? I watched absolutely zero NBA All-Star stuff. I didn't either. I had no interest in it. None. And Aaron, did you watch any of it? I watched the entire dunk contest. I watched probably a total of eight minutes of the actual game, and I missed the three-point contest. The three-point contest is the only thing I'm interested in anymore. That's because your boy Steph Curry won. Well, I was interested (laughs) in the dunk contest because the problem always was the dunk contest goes on too long. They were going to try to squeeze it into halftime and said, okay, they're going to keep things moving along. But that three candidates just did the most boring freaking stuff in the world yeah and it was i mean uh simon's idea on his final dunk if you watched it trying to kiss the actual rim was a good idea but he got too scared at the very end and gets about two inches away and then backs off like if you're up there just you're pot committed just do it well but you don't want oral surgery uh you know over all-star weekend either I don't think he was. I think it was more so that he didn't arch back enough with his le- his right arm. So when he went to slam, he realized where his arm was in relation, and he didn't want the ball to bounce off the backboard and smack him in the face. How does it speak for the NBA when you don't even watch it and it's kind of your jobs? It's not really our jobs. I mean, no one cares about the results of the NBA yeah. All Star Game. Uh, but the the thing is, I don't give a rat's ass about the NBA All Star Game in a normal year. The fact that there was no reason to do this. I mean, zero reason. It was just dumb. And Adam Silver has kind of been, you know, going along as the best commissioner in sports for a while. But that's just dumb. And that, you know, I, I'll put him on the Casario scale. I think he lost four points for that. Four points. He's down to a six. He was a 10. All right. But he's a six now, which still makes him the best commissioner because the other guys are in the two, three range. But <laughs> that. yeah, yeah. It, do we count Dana White as a commissioner? Uh, I mean, he's kind of the yeah, guy. He's the president. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, then he then he just doesn't have a bunch of people that he answers to, like as far as well, he doesn't have to answer to a bunch of owners. Yeah, so maybe it's not a fair comparison. But yeah, I mean, I I just I, the whole point of it there there wasn't a point of it, and I don't care about dunk contests or three point contests or no defense games. And all-star games in general, I'll give the NFL credit this year, half a point to Goodell for not even bothering with a Pro Bowl. There was no point in it, and there was no point in this. So, uh, I I mean, yeah, I'm not, just because we talk sports for a living, I'm not going to go watch something that's completely unwatchable and shouldn't have even happened just so I can, uh, oh, well, I watched the all-star game. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you see that three pointer they chucked up? No, yeah, it was like every other three pointer. Um, for a meaningless game, that's basically what it is. And somebody asking about Astros spring training. Guess what? I'm I've got zero interest in that too. Those, those games mean nothing. I'll I'll watch games when there's games to watch. When we get late in the spring and the pitchers start doing four and five innings, I'll I'll pay attention. When you start lining up your rotation, but. Right now, I mean, they're doing split squad games. This is to get guys in shape. And 
in or in an ordinary year, what happens in September the year before with guys is a better indicator of what they're going to be than spring training. Right. But we didn't really have that last year, did we? So, you know, I, I think it's just a weird, it's always a weird year, but coming off of last year, I mean, I, I don't know how much you can learn from spring training. Not much. You know, but the, the, when the, because a lot of guys will just, they won't hit a lick because they're working on things. And the first week of the season, they come out and hit 450. So, 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Duh. Did, did you see there's another quarterback on the trade market? I did not. Who we got? Uh, well, we have Deshaun wants to get traded. Russell Wilson looks like that may happen. Yep, he's in. We've already seen Carson Wentz, Matt Stafford, Jared Goff. Okay. Chase Daniel. Oh, <laughs> really? Apparently, the Lions are trying to pitch a Chase Daniel trade. Who? Well, he, but he's a good mentor for a young quarterback. He also makes five million dollars a year as a backup. Yeah, that's one of those where you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll give you nothing. Yeah, <laughs> he's the next Josh McCown. He <laughs> could be, uh, maybe but the next. Texans cut Josh McCown. Yeah. So, so the Texans are in the market. Maybe that's their guy. Yeah, actually, I'd, I'd like to kind of go over some of the names out there on the Texans that, when we come back because right. uh, uh, not that you know, none of these guys are going to make you excited. I, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what you're into. You, you may find that A.J. McCarron's really attractive, <laughs> and maybe that does excite you. But, um, yeah. Mrs. We'll, McCarron, on the other hand. Eh, Mrs. McCarron, is, uh, she's an angel sent from heaven. You know, she's no Hannah McNair, but she's up there. Um, all right, guys, I got to tell you about my man, Dr. Linville. And, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to, I'll take the hat off, show off the hair. It's, uh, getting really long. I am going to get it cut here very soon, but, uh, you know what, man? It was almost, uh, about a year and a half ago when I went in and man, I was completely bald and I'm, I'm going to tweet out some original pictures and then what it looks like now for you guys. So you can see the difference, but, uh, I, I was ready to quit. And it's like, I didn't want to do anything goofy. I didn't want hair plugs or any of that garbage. Well, Dr. Linville said, no, 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 man, this, this is the neograft procedure. This is your own hair. I'm going to take it off the back of your head, and I'm going to put it where it's missing, and then it's going to grow just fine. And guess what? It has. And, you know, I've, I've grown it out to where I look like an old man failed rock star. But you know what? When I get it cut, it's going to look all nice, and it's going to look totally different because I actually have hair, and I have options now. And you can do the same, especially if you're younger and you're starting to have these problems. Go to 975hair.com. Set up your free consultation, 975hair.com. And when you meet with him, take a look at his hair because he had it done too and it looks great. Get your consultation today, 975hair.com. But one thing they don't do is play about me. My homeboy Tyler, he playing South Beach. He told me this summer he gonna fix my jumper. I told Boy Wonder that we might got a thumper. I've been trying to pop, now I'm on like Shumper. Now they on my... ESPN 975.